G.I. Jane 2 over here. I am your host. Yeah, G.I. Jane 2, I guess. Joined by my fellow surgeons of cinema. I am the disgraced Kirsten Dunst. I am Will Smith's defense attorney. This man, by the way, changed his Twitter header and, and was getting live updates on the Oscars while we were watching the movie that we're about to talk about today. Okay, okay. In the theater, changing his okay, Twitter Okay, header. okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. First of all, Justin was on his phone longer. There's a point where Justin just okay. took out his phone and was just getting updates. <laughs> there was definitely... I, I am. My I'm phone was dead by the time we left the theater because I couldn't... Because I just wanted to see what else had happened. Yeah. I think you were the one who announced Justin that he had won the Oscar. Yeah. I and so, so yeah. at that point, like I my phone was already about to die. I was like, oh shit, well now I have to see like well, meanwhile there's multiverse shenanigans. They become screen. rocks, they're in rocks in the desert. I don't know how that <laughs> happened because like who are these people? With Will Smith. Yes, yeah, so today we're doing sort of a, a media morgue mini on um, everything everywhere all at once. The latest film from Daniels, uh, the pretty the groovy movie. Pair, yeah. I um, like them. starring Michelle Yo. Um, and uh, some other folks. <laughs> Jenny yeah. Slate. Jenny Slate oh, is God in the goddess. We'll, we'll God there bless. There. The goddess. Um, uh, but Does yeah. my baby want to go for a walk? Sort of a sort of a multiversal family film. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's yeah. it's a film about you know overcoming I think mm-hmm. you know generational issues. And exactly. All that stuff. Somehow, amazingly, it is a tearjerker. Yeah. Yeah. I was. D- Dan both was eyes. crying. Oh yeah. No, Dan I was. was yeah. I, I, I cried too. I'm not gonna lie. I did cry. I yeah. Did cry. It's a. V- pretty astoundingly written film i mean yeah. it's doing all these like crazy action sci-fi set pieces that yeah. all look kind of lo-fi because of the budget i mean you compared it to nostalgia critic but like in an endearing no way. i did not in an that endearing was dan way. no you said it no in an endearing stop. way in stop. an endearing stop. way dan is such some a fucking sets, liar some of those <laughs> dan goes dan silly. goes Dan, don't you this said sh- that. He was like, Dan, don't this shit look like Tabolti Fleet? Whatever. <laughs> you, you, um, all right. But, okay, we're, but, we're but, before, but before we get into To be fair, though, some of those sets, like when they're in the van and, and like those guys who were mm-hmm. orchestrating all the multiversal shenanigans, th- that looks a little nostalgic. A little awesome. But before, a little before, before we get to the movie, yeah, it's customary to do the news, but there's only really. One, one here. So moments before we and walked it's into it's not this. best picture or any of the winners or any Dude, of I didn't even know who won best picture until this morning. Uh, uh some it shit. was Coda. Yeah, there you we'll go. We'll talk about it later this week. But it's but but so so just to give you guys a background, we were walking into the movie theater. Or we yeah. got to the movie. West was already there. I was there, they were walking in. I we sit down. One of us, I forget who it is, one of us opens our phone. It's I think you. it's me because yeah. my friend texts me and he goes, My friend Jeff, who you met, he was like, Dude. Yeah. Dude, did that just happen? And I was like, what? I and then when goes, I went to sit down, and then you two already knew, I go to sit down at the seat, and you said, Will Smith just fucking bashed uh, Chris Rock <laughs> on live TV in so front like, of the I nation. I was like, it, it, was, it was such a good social... We only get like one or two of these social media moments every year. Mm. So, yeah. uh, so Justin and I watched the video. Right. 
I'm and then you find the unsafe. Yeah, yeah. Sen- you find the uncensored. Like, I think Australian in Australia, one, yeah. Where you hear the hit, mm-hmm. and you hear him and you say, hear him say, "Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." Yeah. And his voice <laughs> echoes through the Dolby theater. And then, and then, and then, and then, my girlfriend calls me, uh, and I walk outside the theater. <laughs> and this I'm, is during trailers, yes, by the way. And I'm like, say. and I'm like, because the Alamo locks the door. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I walk out. I'm like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> And she's like, what? I'm like, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) In the midst of this multiverse of madness trailers when all this, when when we all found out everything. It it was bizarre because I come in and Wes is like, yo, Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock. I was like, what, dude? On my right, it's from director Sam Raimi. On my left, holy shit, Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock. And so, you know, watching it, we, uh, you know, I thought it was fake at first because there was no sound. But then when you see their reactions after the fact, even without sound, you're like, oh, no, that Will Smith's really yeah, angry yeah. and Chris Rock's <laughs> really shocked. Um, uh, listen, dude, he later went on to win the Oscar for Best Actor. Um, kind of, that's kind of icon shit. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine fucking, smacking the shit out of the nigga and winning? It is probably the most legendary thing that's ever happened yeah, in Oscar at the Oscars. I mean, the Oscars who gave awards to Roman Polanski and uh, Woody Allen, right. like, and 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 then immediately released a statement that was like, "We don't condone violence." Yeah, yeah. And they After got they just ro- gave him an award, roasted. You know, you know what I what I what I heard was that uh, famously Marlon Brando did not accept his award for John Godfather. Mm. He, he, had he had an Native American come up, and yeah, John Wayne yeah. tried to. Go up and assault they the woman. Six really? Men, they had six men holding John Wayne back. Holding I heard this back before. John Wayne. Wow, I I yeah. hadn't heard that part. Of the John story. Wayne tried to beat the shit out of a twenty-five-year-old woman. Oh, I did. <laughs> like, yeah. What? I mean, you know, there are. There's now all of these kind of swirling speculations. The Academy has decided to open a review, quote yeah. unquote, into the situation. Oh, really? So um, could they posthumously take away the Oscar? I don't know if they'll. There's either too much paperwork. Either they'll <laughs> take the Oscar away from him is on the table, or they will revoke his Academy membership, right. which is probably more likely. That's more likely than yeah. them taking his Oscar. Well, who 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 has historically had their Academy membership revoked? Brent Weinstein in the past. Okay, Weinstein. Weinstein lost his. What about Polanski? No, he still has his. I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to do something very serious. No, honestly, well, that's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you honestly have to do something that is socially frowned upon. Too. What about like... Um, I think Alan still has his... Cosby? He's probably revoked. But he, yeah, he's probably revoked. I didn't know that he would, he would have even have had one. I remember seeing him at no, the Oscars one year. Yeah, oh, he's he in is, movies. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing to come out of this is honestly, Twitter was ablaze mm. with takes. Yeah. Uh, I have just a few of my favorites Many of which here. were not funny. I mean, I know you're reading the highlights, but yeah. everyone wants to get clout yeah, from yeah, yeah. making a joke yeah, as soon yeah, as they yeah. can, and so many of those were, were so unfunny. Kid, Kid Fury said, We know that slap was tame, especially from a nigga from Philly that's sick of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not concerned with them fake tears from them, mm-hmm. <laughs> referring to the Oscars. Uh, some people uh, transposed uh, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock into an anime uh, yes. yeah, thing, which was pretty that. funny. Um, they got a picture of Jay Z and Beyonce looking into the camera, which is pretty great. Someone said Jay was having Solange flashbacks. Oh, they said that nigga <laughs> took the stairs. Um, and w- one of my favorites was, uh, you know, white people have been up in arms about this. Mo- most notably, Judd Apatow said he could have killed him. Yeah, That's I pure saw rage that. and violence. I saw that. They've heard millions of jokes about them in the last three decades. You They're think not freshmen in the world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost his mind. And then Amy uh, responds. I have hair loss issues and it's unhinged behavior. And then this guy responds and says, okay, but no one loves you <laughs> as much as Will loves Jada. Yeah, my, my least favorite thing about it has been people making all of these like 
like unequal equivalencies. Yeah. They'll be like, imagine. He's if, literally Hitler. I, well, there's that. But I also saw some MD in quotes I'm putting up since y'all can't see me uh, talking about like, imagine if the presenter had been Betty White and Will Smith <laughs> okay. had reacted that way. I swear, <laughs> this is a real tweet. Like, if. Things were different. They wouldn't be the Betty same. Walk up and Betty White also would not have made fun of someone with alopecia. Yeah. Now even it's also the jury's out whether or not so Chris Rock even knew she had that, or, or if she yeah. he knew she had that. Because yeah. how how are they going to know that she would show up the night of with like a shaved head? You know? She so, shaved it a while ago. Yeah, though, she really? Okay. Okay. Someone someone made a joke. They're like, "What if Will Smith had smacked Chris Rock, and we found out Chris Rock was three kids in a trench coat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if Will Smith's hands were full of wasps yeah. and, and bees of other types, and they all stung Chris Rock and killed him?" <laughs> My favorite engagement, I just have to say before we move on, uh, was Jaden Smith saying, "Yeah, that's how we do it, like all triumphant." And then someone in the replies being like, uh, "Hey, this you?" And posting that clip from Karate <laughs> Kid, him getting his fucking ass kicked in Karate Kid. Uh, I, 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 we have to move on from this, but I just have a quick. Uh, question for you guys uh, we've been we've been doing this informal exercise of would Will have slapped X celebrity mm-hmm. so we said The Rock no, probably not no I don't probably think so probably not probably not I think Chris Rock is pretty slappable Chris Rock's really slappable we said Jason Momoa probably not no no, I don't. Well, Chris you think he would have slapped Jason Momoa? No, Chris I Hemsworth. Think, I think <laughs> Jason Momoa also has too much maybe Chris uh, Brown. respect for Will. I would yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's there has the reason that he felt you have to feel comfortable enough with the person at all to even approach them. So Will and Chris mm-hmm. obviously have a history, history in terms right. of a relationship, professional and maybe prof- and personal. So there's that uh, in itself to feel emboldened to get out of your seat walk up that's a long walk dude mm-hmm. someone's saying it's well, like a okay, wwe well, it, walk well is it because he was in the, <laughs> he front, was in the row. front row but i mean even like the actual down the stage because he's because okay. chris, chris rock goes uh-oh yeah, yeah there's yeah, enough yeah. time for him to yeah. see he gets like four paces that's in. like a 10 second walk yeah but it's still like enough time for will to be like maybe i don't need to yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah. because people are <laughs> watching because they don't know what's going on. He wants right. to win Jada back over, but yeah. okay. oh, I'm sure he won her back just last Somehow. night. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's August, right. August, good in August a place like this. She, she has night. to know <laughs> that, like, even if like what he did was out of pocket, that's still pretty legendary to win an award after assaulting someone on live TV. Yeah. I, I would imagine that. I mean, I don't want to stipulate. No, no one knows what the Smiths' marriage really no. is like. No. Um, but I imagine that Will Smith's forgotten third child uh, gave him a high five. He's like, "Way to go, Dad!" His eldest. And Will was Arguably. like, "Hey, wait, thanks." Arguably, this is the first time their family has not been embarrassed by something in the news. Recently. Maybe they are embarrassed, but like the last ten yeah. Smith family news stories have been embarrassing as fuck. It's like, why do you keep asking them questions, and why do they keep answering the questions? How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? True. Well, one more thing about the Oscars. This was the ceremony of disrespecting people's wives. Yes. <laughs> disrespecting front row wives. <laughs> disrespecting all the wives sitting in the front row. So Amy Schumer, who everyone loves. We all love her, right? World favorite. My pussy. Yeah. She's the, the funniest. Origi- the original uh, Barbie star. Uh-huh. The Barbie movie. Yeah. Um, I am, of course, being sarcastic. But anyways, <laughs> she she gets up there and she's, what was this? She was going from person to person and kind of doing she, bits with so them, she right? Was, yeah, she was explaining that, this was a, a whole bit. She was explaining that the Oscar hires seat fillers. Yeah, yeah. People to come in if uh, if a person has to get up and leave for well, some reason. What brought her over to Jesse Plemons and, and Kirsten Dunst? Was she, was she going best actor nom to best actor nom and kind of talking with them? Is that what she was doing? Uh, maybe this is part of why I think it was at least partially choreographed. Yeah, I though think so. I think like they, she I was really don't I, know. I don't know if they knew the details, but I think it was like okay, like 
Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst. I'll do I, something with them. I think um, knowing how Amy Schumer goes about doing her comedy, she probably thought, okay, Jesse Plemons is notoriously maybe kind of like a guy who's considered weird and awkward mm -hmm. and stuff. I'm going to go over and fuck with them. Her, her jokes kind of rely on that kind of, uh, what's the word? Simplicity? Not, Not simplicity, even. but but I guess cavalier nature of, mm. of going and just being shocking and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she calls Kirsten Dunst a seat filler. Right. Who is, who is kind of notoriously... Uh, Kirsten Dunst not, not uh, you know, valued as yeah. by Hollywood that much, even yeah. though she should be. I love yeah, Kirsten she's Dunst. She's an amazing actress. And it's amazing that she's there and she's nominated and stuff. And then to be insulted by like a D-list celebrity <laughs> like Amy Schumer be made to stand up, walk out, frame. out of frame, and yeah. lean up against the stage while she does this bit where she's like kind of flirting with the husband who she knows is like awkward and is gonna be weird and stuff. Cringe humor, but like what makes it even more cringeworthy is like, are are people really like laughing at that? Mm. Well, no, He's no, definitely not people laughing. don't laugh at her jokes. No, yeah, but, so. but it, a lot of the time you get like pity applause with Amy mm. Schumer. During this, I was like, oh, man, Th these are very stiff you laughs. Know, if like, anything, no one likes this. If anything, I feel like move, get Jesse Plemons out of the seat. <laughs> I mean, right. no disrespect. Call him. him the seat filler because yeah. that's at least better than insulting Kirsten Dunst. I think, I think Especially in the year of Tobey Maguire's return to, yeah. to the screen. Well, also oh. in the year of her being nominated. And yes, yes, again, but I mean, know? like, after years of not being nominated, yeah, yeah. like she's yeah. in terms of uh, in terms of the thing that she's fame, like a lot of people know her for, like Spider Man and whatnot. Yeah. Which is not to say that that yeah. is the beginning and ending of her work, but well, like if we're talking about Kalia, levels, the right. Virgin Suicide, I mean, she's, uh, she's amazing. Coppola's Eternal Sunshine. I, I, I heard a long time ago that uh, yeah, yeah, I heard a long time ago that um, depending on how someone knows Kirsten Dunst, it reveals like who they are as a person. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. a comic book head will know her as Mary Jane, Mary but Jane. like an indie head will know her right, from Melancholia. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but just she, say she that, seems confused, by the way. Just she's to say like, that huh? if the if the joke is let me get rid of the least famous person here, it would be Jesse Plemons. Right. No, exactly. So you know, it's weird that she did I that. feel so bad like it made my blood boil she's like she doesn't know what's going she's like huh and like okay yeah I guess I'll stand I'll up and, along, yeah. and walk away and Jesse Plums is like you know that's my wife right like yeah. that's my wife and there's a long prolonged silence and then, and then, <laughs> of, of a bit that really is and not they, working and they pan over to Jesse Plums' face and he's like uh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so Listen, if that were me, <laughs> I just gotta say, uh, Will Smith would be the one who body the host physically. I would be the one who body the host verbally. Yeah. I, Amy, you are a D-list celebrity. You're, you're, this bit is over. Would have taken the mic, unplugged it, or, or unscrewed that little bottom compartment in the mic and fucking thrown it out into the crowd. It, so it, like, the but, bit's over, everybody. But I want you to Babe, know, get back over if, here. If, Amy, fucking go somewhere else. I want you to know that if you did that, you'd be saving Will Smith so much headache good, good. from the white women that were on his body <laughs> because he you oh, would yeah. be attacked no, by those moms. Some, I, I would snatch the mic and really look threatening yeah. Amy you're fucking done <laughs> those, those, give me that fucking mic before I get fucking violent those. Amy Schumer I'm not fucking with you I will get violent and then the, divert from Will Smith yeah. Yeah. the Will Smith uh, those women that were mad at Will Smith would be mad at Dan Meddy right. yeah. that night good and you know, great. That's 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 allyship, is what I'm saying. You know, so yeah, we'll hunt I'll, him I'll because divert. he can take it. Yeah. <laughs> because we'll hunt him because he can take I, it. I will be the world's happiest diversion. Yeah, yeah, man. It, it was a mess. I mean, I have I have lots of thoughts, but we'll 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 the save Oscars the Oscars are dumb, guys. They are. Uh, yeah, no one no dumb, one cares yeah. about the Oscars anymore. 
I really there's... love the one guy's speech though. The, Troy the Coach Jeff yeah. actor who's you get, Simon. But that's he was the issue is that you get one good speech every year. Yeah, yeah. Guys, this is a stupid award show. Yeah, no one bad. watches the award well, show. Is any award show really intelligent? I mean, no. They all have to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Guys, Stanley Kubrick never won an Oscar. Yeah, neither did uh, Hitchcock, right? Hitchcock never won an Oscar. Spike Lee's never won an Oscar for Best Director. Guys, this is dumb. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't win for. Uh, he won for Best Writer. He's only been nominated one time. Interesting that Campion won last night. I mean, I mean, like good for her, but yeah. after that. After what she said about the, oh, the Serena the, Williams, the Williams and stuff, sisters, I mean, yeah. I wasn't know, expecting that to happen. Wes, to your point, maybe this is the last thing I'll say about it on, on this recording today. But yeah, I mean, I just found myself kind of thinking about the, the violence of the Oscars in general, right? Yeah. Like, There's kind of this longstanding tradition where something that should be a celebration of cinema mm -hmm. is like this communal roast. Right. Yeah. And it's like that, and it makes it much more yeah. about like, celebrity ego yeah. and what lines should and shouldn't be crossed rather right. than actually appreciating art. If only it, this had happened when Ricky Gervais was making an ass of himself uh, last year. Oh, you I, mean if he... If when, Ricky, if, if Ricky Gervais had said that about Jada, that would have been a holy but moment. Was, what, what, <laughs> what, what, so Will holy. wouldn't have slapped a white guy. I think he would have slapped no, fat-ass, so. stupid Ricky Gervais. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think I so. would pay so much money so. for his it dumb been a British narrative. ass to get it fucking it bashed. Have been a, it would have been a different narrative if Will Smith went up and slapped a white guy. He, they, he would not have even... He would have gotten escorted out. It would have been out. a better narrative. It, it, it would have been, been awesome. but he would have been escorted out. <laughs> he wouldn't have, they would have changed the Oscar uh, vote that night. He would, have, <laughs> he, would have went to, he would have went to slap her, and like in this movie, like when the bullets are moving over her it would have like... His hand would have turned into a bed of flowers or something. It wouldn't have happened. Ricky Gervais arguably... Wasn't even a worse host than any. We show. were talking about this on the on the. I don't the mind. Train. I didn't mind Richard Gervais in his last Golden Globes thing, just because he was like. I appreciated his 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 timbre during the uh, Golden Globes because he's kind of like, this is a stupid show. Why are we here? Right. But it did it did get. But you're you're idea. insulting the thing that, that you you're are. Getting paid. You're, you're getting paid. You're for an A-lister. That, yeah. that is true. That is true. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, it, we, it will, of course, remain to be seen what happens with Will Smith and the Oscars moving forward. But Stay tuned. Yeah, I Next guess week. that does it for our, our news segment. We'll take a if brief If your break. only news source is the medium org, you're in some weird universe where <laughs> your news wire is just our podcast, and I guess to find out what as, happens, stay As tuned. Justin said, the slap was a nexus event. <laughs> yeah, it was. It happened in all universes. All, all universes. Many branching realities, yeah. <laughs> and we'll come back to talk about everything, everywhere. All at once! Welcome back from the break, everybody. Uh, as we said, we're discussing everything, everywhere, all at once. A 2022 American science fiction action yeah. comedy film written and directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, collectively mm -hmm. known as Daniels. It stars Michelle Yeoh, Kei-Hui Kwan, Crossover. Stephanie Tzu, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum Jr., James Hong, and Jamie Lee Curtis in a stellar amazing, supporting role. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, big Hong Kong legend making mm -hmm. their way over into American cinema. I, I mean, th this happened uh, with another movie recently, right? Michelle Yeoh was in Shang-Chi oh, recently. Oh, uh, yeah. Tony Long had, had crossed over into mainstream cinema. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He Which did. is crazy. So they, they both were in Shang-Chi? Because mm. Tony Long, I feel like if you like movies at all, you know who he is. Yeah. But then suddenly people were like... 
the same with Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, I think, is one of those faces, like Ming-Na Wen, uh, where you've seen her if you watch, I think, particular kinds of movies, Mm -hmm. but you may not necessarily know her name. Yeah. And so she shows up and stuff, you're like, oh, there's her again, yeah. Yeah. Is she in Rush Hour? No, she's not. She's apparently Tarantino's favorite actress. That's what he always says. Michelle Michelle Yeoh is my favorite, yeah. But she's never been in a Tarantino film? Good. Please don't let her be. (laughs) Keep your hands off her! Keep your hands off my wife! We do get some shots in this that would, of her feet, Mm. that would be featured in a hypothetical Tarantino. She is going to be in Avatar 2 and 3, though. Cool. Good for her. Getting paid. So uh, the the plot, such that um, it can be easily described, is that a Chinese-American woman named Evelyn, who runs a laundromat with her family, must um, retain herself through her counterparts throughout the universe Mm -hmm. while balancing tenuous relationships Mm -hmm. in her own family and dealing with an impending audit by the International right. Revenue Service, uh, of which Jamie Lee Curtis is a representative. Yeah, yeah, that first act is so cool. It's a little bit like a dialed down Uncut Gems. Everyone yeah. wants her fucking attention. No more Google eyes. That that white guy is like being racist. Her daughter's it's gay. Very like she's juggling all these yeah. things. Jenny yeah. Slate's being hot. Oh, so I hot. need y'all to understand, so listeners. Hot. Listeners, as soon as this woman in the theater, it's yeah. as if they could smell her through yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. She comes into the movie. We were so movie, ready, guys. And both of them leaned over uh, oh, and looked yeah. at me like, Yeah, yeah. You, you feel no, this, me, me and Wes are big Jenny. I need, I need everybody to understand. She's cute. Listen, Jenny, in a hypothetical Jenny. reality where I get to body Amy Schumer at the Oscars, the wife in the seat next to me is Jenny Slate, <laughs> not Kirsten Dunst. In this perfect hypothetical here, world. Now, here, here, here's the thing. Guys, Jenny Slate is bad. Oh. And we, and we Justin's, need, Justin's going through pictures. And we need <laughs> to... <laughs> stay on that. And we need Full screen to, that. Oh, she's so beautiful. And we need to acknowledge that she's bad. And, mm-hmm. and she has been bad... For years, oh, yeah. and, and, and 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 I've and, always and, been a Jenny Slate simp. Come and on. people and people are here. Remember when she was dating Chris, Chris uh, Evans. Evans, and people were like, "Wow, who's that regular-looking woman?" And I was like, "What are you talking oh, about?" No, 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 no. No, Wes, if, if Jenny Slate has has ten fans, I'm one of them. If Jenny Slate has zero fans, I am dead. <laughs> if she has zero simps, I am dead. Now, this is not to excuse Jenny Slate playing a black girl in Big Mouth, mm-hmm. you, but. You know, that not a good move, Jenny. But sure. we'll work through it. We'll yeah. talk through yeah. it. We'll work through it. <laughs> but the the film is not about Jenny Slate's character. <laughs> um, no, she is a if minor If all you character. have is this podcast, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know. Um, maybe this isn't even the medium org you're used to. Maybe we are a multiversal um, <laughs> branch of our own show. Can, can I say <laughs> that I really... I We've gotten a lot of multiverse movies already. We're about to yeah. get a bunch more. The Daniels oh, yeah. were, were contacted by Kevin Feige to work on Loki. They denied it so they could work mm-hmm. on this. Okay. Yeah. And I think that this is like the other than Spider Verse, like the best multiverse movie we've gotten. As soon as the movie started, it the, has first, the, the first thing that went up on screen, Wes was like, That's that's Spider Verse. <laughs> the glitching <laughs> of the of the logos. Yeah. You were very um, excited about that. Here's what I think. Please. I think multiverse stories uniquely position their characters. And I think studios yeah. are just realizing this. It, they they have the potential to be deeply emotional stories because it right. forces the character to wrangle with themselves in a way that you mm-hmm. can't do, even in superhero film. Mm-hmm. Like in superhero film, all superhero films are essentially about the character coming to terms with themselves. Um, but multiverse movies allows you to literally have a character come to terms with Absolutely. themselves by seeing other versions of themselves and accept themselves in a certain way. That's why Spider Spider Verse works so well is because Miles is looking at these different versions of Spider Man and deciding to be his own version, right? Yeah. Um, and this one does a very similar thing, which is like have this woman look at all the possibilities of what her life could have been. Mm-hmm. 
and deciding that she's okay mm-hmm. with the life that she has. And yeah, not right, only right. okay, that she's lucky to have the life that she has. Uh, and that she um, is lucky to have the daughter she has, which yeah. is like um, very emotional. Like I think, I think, I think mm-hmm. the movie sets it up to be this is going to be a conflict between the daughter and the mom, and there's going to be a victor. And by the end, it's just kind of like, oh, like I'm grateful that I have my family. Well, and it was like, I was like, damn. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I kind of like came. That moment. I came to. <laughs> I came to the realization while watching this, but like a multiversal. Um, story, I guess, if multiverse storytelling is like a genre or a subgenre, mm-hmm. it can kind of accomplish anything, can't it? Because in the same way that the narrative is breaking boundaries and kind of being meta and stuff, you're you're breaking the boundaries of normal storytelling. I mean, yeah. Spider Verse is this, you know, it is also heart, heartfelt and it's yeah. this also pretty adventure story. Yeah, but and and this is like a family story. I mean, you can do multiversal horror. You can do mm-hmm. multiversal sure mystique. I mean. Yeah. Was, it, it seems yeah. like the one kind of subgenre that is all encompassing, which is yeah. ironic because that's what a multiverse story is all about. Yeah, yeah. I was saying to Wes because um, he he leaned over and asked, like, at one point when Evelyn was interacting with one of Wayman's um, variants, he was like, "Is this cheating?" And mm-hmm. I said to him, "You know, that's like there's a there's a script there. You yeah. know, cheating, yeah, yeah. like like having a relationship, falling in love with the variant of your partner. You know, and like what that looks like. You know, that could be in really in Loki's case, he falls in love with a variant of himself. Of himself. Yeah. yeah, I completely forgot that Loki is a multiverse story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. But you know, I think like well, you, yeah. so far this has been just superhero shit. But but yeah. it seems like this is the first mainstream major step towards making. It is, I, I mean, it, it, this is like technically an indie, right? It's literally an A twenty four movie. So yeah. this is a, a budget of twenty five million. Oh, okay. okay but this well, is starting. Lot, but yeah. this is starting the process of A twenty four becoming relatively. That's different. a lot for end. Because when A twenty four started, it was doing million to five million dollar movies, mm-hmm. and this year we have X, we have this movie. How much Pearl. was X? I assume that's like a sixteen million that dollar budget. Like a, it looks pretty expensive. I mean, I'd imagine it was a slightly bigger budget. Oh, it's twelve million. Twelve million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I think A twenty four is transforming in a specific kind of way. This, this I was watching in, this movie. This is a tent pole. Then this is like yeah. a tent pole. A24 I was watching movie. this movie and I was like, is this a Hong Kong action film? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's and they're making a musical later in the year. Yeah. Like they're transforming as a brand in a way. That's interesting, they and have, yet and yet still being a distrib- a distribution it, house. It, it is strange because they were just recently bought by Apple, and and I wonder at what point that acquisition kind of influenced mm. how broad their horizons are becoming. Because mm. it, because I think A twenty four existed in a petri dish prior yeah. to this. It was scrappy New York thrillers and you know feminist coming of age things, yeah. and and of course their and boutique moon, horror and movies. Moon, yeah. and and, and now right, and now it's becoming very very broad so so i wonder if that's what i'm asking i wonder if you know how long ago apple kind of influenced this this expansion that's a good question i think i mean i I mean i'm happy that this is happening i mean when you look at a24 it's like they they started out as miramax but in the 2010s right like they're doing what miramax did but the 20 miramax dimension on the 90s yeah yeah yeah, these this like attempting to to scoop up these early indie talents Mm -hmm. before and then and then market off of them um and now it just feels like that's what neon is doing Mm -hmm. and a24 has moved on neon's the new a24 aren't they Neon's you know. Neon's more boutique now than and, A24 and, and Neon, is. And Neon has a bar- partnership with Alamo Drafthouse, which yeah, is like yeah. a specifically oh, yeah? target. Yeah. All this to say, I was very pleasantly surprised that this was not 
what I, ex- I mean, it's still, it's still low budget for what it's doing. I mean, it takes place yeah. essentially in one office building with yeah. a few sets. That's true. Um, it has just a, a really tight cast of characters. Um, it has a lot of really kooky special effects. Yeah. You know what I mean? That leans into it. But it is a bigger. It's a bigger canvas than they usually work with, which is interesting. Well, there's a lot of good faith with the Daniels. I mean, yeah. uh, Swiss Army Man isn't one of A24's more famous movies, but it absolutely is you one like of their best. I love that movie. Like movie yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, there was a lot of hype going into that from uh, Eric Striffler, who who mm. I'm a big fan of, and who would mm-hmm. do who would not stop recommending that movie. So eventually, I saw it. And it's like a perfect movie. One of Zach's variants. One of Zach's variants. Google really quick how big the budget was for Swiss Army Man. I can't I imagine bet. it was very much, but there's a lot of good faith with that because the budget is is used like Three accordingly. Mil. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah. so two actors, a desert island location, very like silly looking special effects that they kind of lean into. They know they're funny. This movie does that a lot too. Mm-hmm. On that budget, Swiss Army Man being as competent and beautiful of a movie as it is i i can only imagine that they were like fuck it let's let's do 10 times that and mm-hmm. see what they can cook up and this is swiss army man dialed up to 10 this movie mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense to me yeah i think um uh, for me usually the place that i don't know it, it, it depends on like you know especially like if we're doing an episode with zach in terms of like how i approach certain things since he's not here i wanted to real quick talk about the performances in this because I know that's usually what he latches onto mm-hmm. first. And uh, what the first thing I said to y'all after this movie was like, it's amazing to me that they're, these actors are able to wrap their performances around this insane movie. Yeah, yeah. And all of them are good. Very but vulnerable I, the, the performances. One, I mean, the, the, uh, Michelle Yeoh is fantastic, and she's, she's just shooing for a Best Actress nom yeah. next yeah. year. Maybe. Well, yeah, okay. This is so early in the number year. one, if the Oscars oh. still exist. Number <laughs> two, number number two, if there's a big enough of a campaign to get old voters to watch that this shit. Yeah, that's, yeah the that's true. That's, that's true. And it's that's also true. so early in the year, it would have to be like a get yeah. out upset. Yeah, I see what you mean. But I, I wanted Oscars to start real December. quick with uh, Stephanie Sue, who plays Joy, the daughter. Yeah, yeah. First of all, y'all were thirsting on Jenny Slate, but Stephanie was kind of yeah, kinda, very cute. She looks pretty cute. She's pretty cute. Yeah, I I really like her inflections and stuff uh, while she's um. Oh damn! What's, uh, what's, great what's villain. the name? Jobu Tabaki. Yeah, great, where she's like villain performance. She goes, "Hey, Evelyn." Bagel, like just just little one-liners like that. She is so funny. Yeah, so charismatic. But she like obviously kind of her big acting moment comes at the end when she gets fed up with her mother and they have it out in the parking lot right and um I, that was the scene. If I was gonna cry, that's the scene oh no, where it was that's, gonna happen. That's where she played, uh, yeah. she played uh, Plankton's wife, Karen. That's in awesome. SpongeBob that's awesome. You can I love hear that. it in the way she. Um, <laughs> she her her shenanigans when we first see Jobu Tupaki and um she's she's how I understood that she was pulling people from different universes. Like the the one guy would maybe be um. Uh, an exotic dancer or whatever mm-hmm. in another universe. The one guy would be a wrestler in another mm-hmm. universe. And she, uh, I mean, the cartoon sound effects, like yeah. at one point, the always sunny theme comes yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her set pieces are so much fun. She's getting shot and she screams really realistically and mm-hmm. she goes, don't worry, Evelyn, it's organic. And then the always yeah. sunny theme kicks in. They're having so much fun with like her set pieces. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's interesting when she enters, it's so hard to do a good villain performance at this point and, and, and i know she's not technically a villain mm-hmm. but when she in the first well, act she, i mean she is when she when she enters the, the film 
not as the daughter, but as the villain version of herself. Yeah, as Joe it, It's such a cool performance because yeah. she's playing so mild-mannered yeah. and, and, and sensitive with her mom. And then when the villain comes in, you know who it is because she, she has the same voice. She's all k And then she out. tips her head to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh she shuffles through all of the All things. those match cuts. Mm. That was genius. And, and it's, 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 A, it's a great writing idea to, to keep the cast small but make – Make the daughter the villain of the movie, so you can kind of keep it compact, and but so you can you can uh, yeah. sew in your theme. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then, all, but also give her set pieces where she gets to do a little bit of like mustache twirling. Yeah, like when she in her K-pop outfits. Yeah, or where yeah. she when she when she uh, she's tipping the wall and her finger nails yeah, are yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah. And then she she tell she puts her fingers in Evelyn's fingers and they open it up. Yeah, yeah. The the hands pussy that you yeah, do the in the playground yes. in middle school, or when um, she when she's approaching Evelyn in the woods and she has all those weapons cycling yeah, yeah. in her hand. Apparently, I think I saw in your friend Kelly's review that one of the items was an, was an Oscar trophy. Oh, was it? In mm-hmm. that like flash. That's really so, funny. You know. Wait, w- so you know, so when she's when they're fighting in like that in those woods and yeah, yeah. she's she's like selecting oh, what she's going to okay. smack Evelyn in, the, in uh-huh. the face with and she goes through a bunch of stuff. I forget what she lands on. It's before, it's after she's holding the dildos. It's not the dildos. Yeah. It's after this scene. Bloody but, um, dildos, by the way. <laughs> um I I I think it's really cool how, in addition, she's also playing different characters from the universes she's borrowing from. Like yeah. when when she kills that first Evelyn uh, variant in the broom closet. Variant. And variant's so going to become cool. a a term that we use. It, just yeah. it, it's so cool. Like they yeah. they do a match cut to an apple exploding to, yeah. to kind of to kind of show that like her brain is coming apart or whatever. Yeah. Really cool edit. Um, and then she becomes like a Brooklyn like. Uh, Tax, like, like, kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis's mm. character, and she's like, "Hold on, oh, like an don't die yeah, on me." Yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she becomes these like different characters and is in his borrowing different, uh, I don't know, flourishes yeah. from whatever universe yeah. she and, came from. But you know what's interesting? I, I think the acting in this movie is necess- It has to be great. Like yeah, everybody right. has to be batting. Yeah, yeah. Like home runs in every scene in order for this movie to work because they are playing multiverse versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually think the sneaky MVP of this movie. The husband. The husband. The husband. The husband. We were all on the same who is, page. That's who is awesome. just like mesmerizingly Starts as a caricature good. and then yes. is a convincing Mr. Chan from In the Move for Love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just and just so like melancholy, like is able to 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 be so sensitive and like open, but also he has to essentially play uh, Tony Young from In the Move mm-hmm, for Love mm-hmm. has to play a mild-mannered husband and then he has to play like Jackie uh, Chan. He has to play yeah, a Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah. Super cop. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh my God, and, that and, scene and, is and so good. And sometimes the, in the same the, scene, yeah. the bar is coming in. Sometimes in the same scene he has to like just shift his body yeah. and yeah. become a new person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's Quan so... Kei Hui. And, and I mean, he's the heart of the movie. Like, like the he movie, is. The movie yeah, resolves so. because she's beating the shit out of people and he's like, you think I'm weak, but I'm not. Like, I the way I fight people is by being warm and sensitive yeah and she's like you know if i were to watch this a second time i I think by the end of the movie i'm so connected with those characters that like if i were to watch this again that super 16 or maybe it's just eight millimeter footage of them first moving into the laundromat and pulling the tarps Mm -hmm. off the machines and taking the coverings off the windows and how excited they are like that would probably get me worked up oh man by the end of this i was so attached and like emotional and stuff when he says like Oh man, what is it? He's like, man, in another life, like I would have loved to do taxes, taxes and, and laundry. Oh, yeah, laundry and taxes, which is so like. Yeah. And I have to, we have to talk about this scene because oh. it's Dan and I. You know, uh, I'll forget about that. Um, 
<laughs> there's there's lots of homages to lots of different films in this film, but there is a particular set piece where Michelle I Yeoh, reached over the yeah, yeah where yeah. Evelyn experiences a life where she is Michelle Yeoh kind of mm -hmm. like where she's the celebrity version of herself. Yeah. And, and she they runs show her at the Crazy Rich Asians premiere. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. And she runs back into Waymond, is her husband's name. In this universe, she didn't marry him. She left yeah. Hong Kong and and went found success. Did, found success. But they run back into each other, and immediately it's very Wong Kar Wai. Yeah. Um, the green and, they and shoot the stop like framing. It. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks just those like those shot reverse shots are yeah. the same just as, as like their conversation being in the wild. Yeah. Um, as well, watch, like in terms of the green. I Oh, you'll love it. He's, you got the Criterion. Just do I a little, do. have do a weekend you? for yourself. Do you have that set? No, no he I has have the, a, I have the subscription. That all oh, my shit. friends purge. Um, but the, even the, the writing in that moment is very like, you know, because it's, it's very similar to In the Mood for Love in terms of like the, the longing for each other and Absolutely. all the, the, you know, the, the time The, the use of empty space. Yes. Yeah. Just like, you know, you have the actor over here and then you have like an entire, and all of that space that's not, you know, I guess you could call it negative space yeah. or a space that's not being used. They did used, their research. Yeah, is informing, you know, the scene. And then, yeah, him saying that in another life, pretty, pretty which like is a line that you could see in a in Wong Kar movie, movie, but it sure, has yeah. more impact here. Absolutely. Because they're actually, they're aware of their other lives pretty, in a sense. Pretty, pretty, I mean, I am I am absolutely sure in seven to ten years, multiverse storytelling will be so run to the ground. Mm. We'll be like, fuck, no more of this. <laughs> but I think there's something magical about them figuring out that, oh, wait, I can put eight movies inside this one yeah, movie yeah. Yeah. by doing a multiverse story. Yeah. And, like, I, and I guess I want to ask you all, like, why do you think, I mean, maybe there, are, there will be, maybe you don't feel this way, but I guess I'm curious. Do you think it works better when it's not attached to, like, a superhero? Listen, my favorite game of all time is Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Because that narrative is beautiful. And that's a multiverse story from 2013. So it was way ahead of its time. That game mm -hmm. utilizes its its multiversal storytelling in a way that's very similar to this. Kind of tight-knit cast, but they all have these other universal yeah. versions of themselves that all end up being very important you know um i'm surprised it's really only been associated with like superhero blockbuster well, storytelling well, I, th I think i think a they're they're potentially expensive movies um mm -hmm. i think you know in, in in terms of superheroes i think spider-verse did the best version that could be done of it and with i even and so with even, superheroes yeah, yeah and even if multiverse madness is good which i really hope it is the reason why Spider-Verse works is because it's able to, it tells the story of Miles Morales, which is a character that people loved from the comics, and just goes like, what if we make Spider-Man a mythological character in-universe? Mm -hmm. And they use the multiversal story to do that. They're like, okay, Spider-Man is actually like a, a figure that has permeates all of the- Permeates space yeah, and time. Yeah, permeates space and time. But- this kid, Miles, is the kid that we're following. So and what are the qualities that make Spider-Man, yeah. and how does Miles exhibit those qualities? Yeah, exactly. So, 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 I think Spider-Verse does the best version of it. So, I don't, I don't actually think you can do better than that. So, the only other version of it, I think, is something like this, or or something where you do you, yeah. Do you think then that it has to be like that? It rather that it that it excels when it's more character than plot focused. Yeah, but um, absolutely. I mean, every you know everything is. But I think I think the problem is studios are now going to use it to be able to make all of their movies continuity now. Mm -hmm. Like that's what the Flash is. The Flash is like, okay, we want Michael Keaton back. We want to see Christian Bale walk through the frame for five seconds. Let's right, let's, right. let's 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 do a multiverse story to put these all together. And I guarantee you, the actual arc of the Flash in that movie is going to be anemic. That one's <laughs> going to be lame. But, but, but like this movie is all about character. This movie is about the fact that like this family is falling apart, literally falling yeah, yeah. apart, and like 
they they look at all the versions of themselves that they could exist without each other. Yeah. And they're unhappy. And yeah. they're like, oh. Right. And they're that's, like, and that's the power behind it, isn't it? Like, if we look at any other permutation of this, no matter how much we think our life sucks right now, it's not the same. It doesn't yeah. feel yeah. right if we're not yeah. together. Where we are. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, we're 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 we're, we're doing a real uh, Pisces reading of it, really emotional. Uh, <laughs> it's but, an emotional, like, uh, but but yeah, also like I, it's just like very funny. Mm-hmm. Like yes, there's, there's an extended ratatouille. Oh my god! I was just about to say <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I, I like their little musical number that they that she cuts it off, but the first couple of lyrics are like, "Now we're cooking," <laughs> and, the, and the raccoon is um. Ba- he's like an animatronic or something. Yeah. He's, he's either like a, a puppet or an animatronic. Yeah. He's, like, he's, like a, he's like a Frank Oz. It, it looks like there's wires like running up the back of the guy's shirt and into the raccoon animatronic. Yeah. Either way, it looks fake, obviously, but it's fun. They know that fake effects are what's so fucking funny. And then the, rac- yeah. and the raccoon's like, get her! She knows too much! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Daniels do that. They're like, what will look kind of corny and fake, but like, I mean make the movie that much more likable. Someone on Leatherbox said their brand is endearing maximalism. Oh, and it's okay. true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. They have these very like analog touches that are kind of like silly looking, but I mean, are so endearing and, and likable yeah. more so than like if this were like a Marvel thing where everything were CG. They're like, no, like let's make the puppets look fake. Yeah. Let's, let's make these set pieces look and sound kind of silly. Cause yeah. like, at the end of the day, well, filmmaking is is a charming form of art. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're combining everything and like throwing anything at the wall. These, these human it. touches yeah. are, are what stick out. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I you know, the, I, and I also think I always, I I said this, and I, then I explained it to to Justin this this earlier. I there's been an extended fight on Twitter for the last few weeks uh, from Herbs. Who uh, believe that Superman is boring, uh, and they're they're wrong. Did you say herbs? Yes. Herbs. What is that? Herbs are just like you know lame people. Lame okay. People. Uh, and when I was watching this movie, I was kind of like, not to make everything superheroes, but like I'm like, damn, superhero Superman movies ain't that hard. Guys, like, if if you recall months ago, I said when when we were talking about who should direct the next Spider Man, I said the Daniels. Spider Man or Superman. Spider Man, because oh, okay. No Way Home had come but out. Honestly, but I mean, for Superman, I, mean, it would I be feel a great like fit. they really could. It'd I mean, be a great like, fit. I was watching this, and like the arc of the movie in broad strokes is this woman. We haven't really said this. Uploading different skills of, from her other selves mm-hmm. so that she can fight these people, beating the shit out of people, and then in the third act turn, being like, "Oh wait, I don't have to beat the shit out yeah, of people." Yeah. And I'm like, guys, that's just a Superman movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why you, 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 like, this is not hard. How much fun would it be if they did Superman and it, they did all these endearing touches, like yeah. effects that look kind of purposefully fake and stuff, just to kind of like, the masses in this generation have not been won over yet. By and the, uh, and the I think the plays, Daniels uh, could do that. And the husband plays Jonathan Kent. That'd be great. Sure. That'd be or, great. or, um, Lex Luthor. Uh, oh, Jor- he would be Jor-El. great. Oh, Jor-El, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you could have uh, Stephanie uh, Sue play uh, like uh, Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Would be fine. Jenny Slate, you know, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate would be Jenny Slate would be a great, uh, very Jewish Martha Kent. Jenny Slate would be a great wife. Just no, but I mean, I love that idea. Like, I feel like the the movie is so endearing, and I feel like like. That's all a Superman movie has to be. The mm-hmm. effects don't have to be great. We know it's a man in a red cape. No, yeah. like to me, like this, this is so eye-opening. Like effects are better when they do look kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, and, and yet there are, and there, but then there are some effects that they obviously, like they, they, that they do with intent to make them look good, and they work as well. Um, I, I think a lot of the 
the action in this is legitimately well done in yeah. terms of like how it's shot, uh, the impact, the editing of it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it does borrow a lot of influence from from Hong Kong uh, cinema because that's part of what it's homaging. But there yeah. is, mm-hmm. but it it does have some modern touches, but it doesn't feel like you know ultra shaky cam. We're gonna cut on every bent limb and zoom in on every yeah, yeah, grimace, yeah. you know, like you can you can <laughs> see and feel what's going on. So, um, so here here's something cool, yes. guys. Uh, Michelle Yeoh and uh, Jonathan Kiquan, who plays the husband, mm-hmm. are both going to be in a TV show called American Born Chinese, which is a based off of a, a graphic, graphic novel, novel by yeah. Jean Luen Wang, yes. who has been the number one Superman writer for the last yes. Oh, this rocks! For the last, we already got our wish. I had to read that in um, in my graphic novel class that is I took good? with Paul Levitz. Um, I think it's good from what I remember. Yeah, I actually I, I remember quite enjoying it. Yeah, it's sort of like a um, in the, in the same way that like what, Bechdel, what did she write? Home, home, homecoming. No, no, no. Allison Bechdel wrote a graphic novel that got turned into a play. Oh, uh, the the oh. Bechdel test. Oh no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no there's, no, no. A, there's a play. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh wow. Oh, it, I, uh, 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 fun home, fun home. Okay, fun home. We had it together, which yeah. also was then turned into a musical. But it, it kind of has that. It's coming of age, okay, cool. but it's specifically about this this uh, Chinese American child growing okay, cool. up. And I'm, sure I'm looking it forward to the that. Bechdel test. Uh, her own yes, her own story. As I would hope it does. Stupid um, joke. <laughs> no, but um, I yeah. There's there's a lot of cool, it is. She's 59 yeah, she years old. Good there. Hey, she's she's doing it, man. I, oh. so there's a lot of dope performance moments in here for her. One of my favorite sequences is when she's there. She's in conflict with because uh, her grand her father uh, Gong Gong. Uh, as I think briefly possessed by Jobu Tabaki, so he's trying to like yes. kill them. Yes. And they're trapped in the safe and you know, his minions are throwing all this like gas in there. So she borrows uh increased lung capacity mm-hmm. from a reality yeah, where yeah, she's, a, she's an opera singer. And then they cringe that that uh backgrounds, that quick sixteen millimeter background to that character where he's telling Gong Gong is telling her not to run too fast and she falls over and it's the POV of like Something going into her eyes. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then we cut to her being blind. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff that they start to do where, like, if she's under too much stress, well, then that her made other me cringe more than, like, gore in a yeah. horror movie. Yeah, that, that was, oh, yeah God. There's, certain, there's certain pain points that, like, you know, I think I heard it explained that, like, if you see someone's arm get lobbed I off in a movie, there's no frame the, of reference for it. The pain, the but pain. fingernails and eyes and, yeah. and things like that, you can feel those. Damn. They're more believable pain. Um, what was your point? Oh, my I point. My, you. No, what, what, what was your point? <laughs> I interrupted. No, no, my point just being, I was just bringing up uh, um, that part of the movie because I really enjoyed uh, how they were using yeah. their co- their concept there. Um, and I guess you know, yeah, just rounding out my my performance notes. Like once again, Jamie Lee Curtis in this. Oh movie. my Let's God. talk about Jamie Lee. We, oh we haven't spent God. enough time on this. Is going to be her year, bro. She's doing Halloween Ends at the end of the year. Well, that's not going to be. It. Yeah, but she's going to get fucking. <laughs> she's going to fucking kill Michael Myers and yeah, get yeah, killed. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Kill Michael Myers again yeah, for the yeah, second yeah. time. Yeah. She killed him at age twenty. Yeah. But you know, wait. Okay, she is one of the most. Historically slept on actresses in Hollywood history. I, I think, think so. Yeah, we the beginning of her career was genre pieces, and then she kind of muddled around for a bit, looking for other things to latch onto. And she's done this full one eighty back to genre stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. really predominantly genre pieces. Yeah. Of her ov- ov- over over this, this is not. I mean, this is not too dissimilar. From Freaky Friday. Well, they they do a they do reverse Michael Myers stuff with her in this. It's yeah. so mad. There's a shot where it's um like that Western shot 
the hands like doing that and like up to her waist mm. and like she's they're running away from her and she's like in shadow and it's mm-hmm. like oh my god the daniels are reversing it to where jamie lee is, is michael, michael myers. myers that's so cool and then the the affair universe yeah where they have hot dogs for fingers <laughs> and they're having that affair with one another she's so believable in yeah. that like michelle yeah. yo walks out on her and so it's she's like whatever i did like i'm so sorry it's like damn jamie <laughs> you are so good i really i really love that the movie uh there's a big plot in the movie about about Michelle Yeoh's character being uncomfortable with her daughter being gay. Yeah, right. uh, and it's I mean I or, think or, or uncomfortable with well with uncomfortable with it, with it and family. also yeah how to bring it up to and, her father. And, and I think and I think that it's assumed but not confirmed that there's probably some sort of queerness going on with Michelle sure. Yeoh's that character she suppressed. that and she's there's suppressed. That she's suppressed. Where she there's a universe is. where she didn't suppress it. Yeah. Right, and it's or maybe she's going to suppress it because she's leaving her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's stuff like that all over the movie. Where the movie doesn't go, hey, this is uh, this is a plot line you should mm-hmm. be, yeah, yeah. but 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 you get it, like you, I mean, the idea that Michelle Yeoh f- like feels like a miserable person, like she's mm-hmm. actually in a lot of the multiverse, she's kind of an asshole, mm-hmm. but yeah. like he, the movie doesn't go, wow, what an asshole. The movie right. lets you like see the different permutations and let the permutations do the work, and right. and it's yeah. so fun the whole time. The yeah. the fun in this movie is infectious. I mean, I mean, it seems like everyone involved is having such a good time oh, yeah. when they introduce every universe, like the the hot dog for fingers universe. <laughs> they're they're doing two thousand one the the and two he's tribes beating, and he's beating the, shit the two out tribes of, yeah, of chimps fighting, and then you see the chimps with the hot dog fingers <laughs> one, and there's a shot of a normal chimpan just kind of uncurling like hand death you know <laughs> and that just explains like okay now we're in this universe yeah. where basically everything is the exact same only people have fingers that shoot uh mustard and ketchup <laughs> yeah. evolutionarily that's what happens and so jamie funny. is having so much jamie fucking Lee, fun jamie Lee with, Curtis, with every she's doing stunts iteration too. yeah every iteration of that character she's having jamie so Lee much Curtis fun is uh, one thing i so appreciate it. she's so down for everything dude. yeah if you listen up there's so many celebrities that they do a genre movie to open up or they yeah, do a superhero yeah. movie and then when they're done with it they're like fuck those movies right, like, right. they're so corny jamie Lee curtis like loves doing this shit what bro. is this did you staple this to my forehead <laughs> in, in a very jamie lee uh yeah what's that called arch yeah, yeah. yeah. vocal arch yeah. yeah uh no i think she's she's wonderful in this i mean i think uh, she also does like she's clearly playing like a karen like that's the joke mm-hmm. yeah but when she, we first see her yeah, yeah but she is also able to like find like the like the nuances in yeah. it like you feel bad for her i love when they're hitting her dab pen together yeah, outside yeah, of the yeah, laundromat yeah, yeah. that makes you feel like you're 14 again huh yeah. that's so gosh. fucking fun oh my God. it's it's beautiful and stuff then, and then um that whole sequence oh, that's when i started crying when, yeah, when they yeah. went they kept clicking when back she's just chilling sequence. with yeah well yeah. michelle yo is like handsome the divorce papers is ready to go she breaks the window and then he comes over and he wipes up the window mm-hmm. and he talks to Jamie Lee. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, god damn. She's like, all right, let her go. And the broom is leaning on yeah. them. Yeah, I was like, beautiful. Damn. It'll get you. I um, I guess for me, my my final note is there is also the aspect of of the plot where um, uh, Evelyn is gearing up the laundromat for a, a Lunar New Year celebration. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm. If, if the listeners are not aware, I am not Chinese. Um, but what? Really? Hey. Wait, really? Yeah, surprised it. S- seriously? Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. This is. Uh, we got to oh. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, medium work. It was cool. I'm done. I'm done. Um, no, but there is a there's a significance to that, right? The idea in general, like a new year brings new beginnings, right? And the idea yeah. that like on the eve of this, she it all is, clicks. She's brought face to face with the 
totality of all the different ways her life could have gone. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think, you know, especially even in our age, you know, we're 24, 25, like, that's something I, at least I'll speak for myself. I think about, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a little, we got an, yeah. an ascending thing here. Uh, that, I'm old. That's something I think about a lot, though. Like even, and of course, I'm not as old as as Michelle Yeoh's character is in this I movie. I thought you were gonna say I'm not as old as Wes. <laughs> I, I as thought he was gonna say that too. Bitch, yeah. Damn. <laughs> no, but you already I'm starting to think about like, like right now is is that period where like yeah. my life can start branching. Oh yeah. And then I'll think back to here and I'll be like, oh, if I had done this instead of that. Yeah. And I think that's Your part of why these are so scary. Yeah. I'm scared as hell. And yeah. I think that's so part scared. of why this <laughs> part of why this movie, even for all of its mania is so um, captivating and yeah. why I think it's it, it, it'll stand the test of time. I'm definitely looking forward to rewatching it. I think um, in terms of rating it, uh, which I'm prepared to do. Yeah, I'm see it again with you. This yeah. movie's so much fun. I, I would like fun. to see it again. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it, um, you know, I'll, I'll go simple, man. I'll give it uh, 17 sausage fingers out of 20, man. Uh, you know, um, it's it's maybe 18. I'll, uh, 18 I'll, uh, I'll give it, uh, you know, I'm going to give it uh, ten. Um, you know Jenny Slate fan club oh ID God. cards. Damn. Damn. Of, <laughs> Mine of, was gonna be a Jenny Slate thing. Eleven. Uh, I fuck. really, really enjoyed it. I think. I think another watch will put me over the edge. I think this. Mm -hmm. is, I think this is a five star movie. Well, another watch where we're not distracted by Will Smith cracking Chris yeah, Rock yeah, in the yeah, face yeah. for the first yeah, yeah. twenty minutes. You yeah, took. Yeah, yeah. You took my. You yeah. took my Jenny Slate bit. This <laughs> is um sixty nine. Zach's girlfriend's at the sixty nine. I wouldn't change anything. I love this movie. <laughs> Zach's girlfriend. To 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 be clear, not Zach's actual girlfriend, who I'm sure is lovely, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Yeah. There's a we we were theory about multiverses where she's Jamie Lee is like Zach's stepmom or you know ja Jamie Lee is like stuck in the dryer like a public laundromat <laughs> okay, I'll cut that I'll cut that I'll cut that but um yeah no it's I think another rewatch is important for me because you know in terms of obviously going in I was a little distracted and little but I knew like I was able to keep pace with it enough to know that I was enjoying it yeah so I just want to go in for a ride where like I'm fully invested yeah. and I know what to expect for me it's like if, if I wouldn't change anything about a movie then why why don't I just give it like a perfect a score a perfect you know score. what I mean I, like, that's I'm how always I am afraid with this. Some, someone I think Kelly actually uh, sent me this funny thing that was like uh, when you give five out of five to a letterbox to a movie and then you get post nut clarity the next day yeah. and you lower the rate I gave the only movie I've ever most given, of the time I don't regret it the, mo the only time I've ever given a a movie five out of five immediately was Parasite mm. and mm -hmm. I did not regret it yeah. Um. And I I should have stopped being a pussy. Isn't Spider Verse your favorite movie? Yeah, but I didn't give it five out of five the first. Really? Time. No. I what did it, you give? I give it probably four and a half. You're crazy. I try <laughs> I try to hedge my bets early. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. You just know. in case. Just in case the Twitter discourse says actually this is racist. Yeah. And right. Right. You weren't prepared for it. I wasn't. I wasn't in. I wasn't in. <laughs> I was in. Um, um, yeah. This well, is a five out of five. I think. Fun note about this movie. Um. Uh. Apparently, the role of Joy was originally given to Aquafina. Mm. But she had to drop out for scheduling conflict. Oh, well, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have been as good. Well, that's yeah. for the best. Nah, she would have been doing black Although she, uh, yeah. this movie one is... Of the, she would have found a way for to do black those, scent. Uh, yeah. To be a black yeah, yeah, yeah. scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this movie is kind of similar to The Farewell, which she is quite good in, uh, I think. Y have you all seen that? Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's really I wonderful I never film. saw it. Really wonderful film. It's unfortunate that she's in it because she's a good actress. Um, <laughs> but she, she Aquafina, uh, I just want you to know, just come outside. The black community is waiting for us. Uh -huh. <laughs> we just want to talk. She won an NAACP award. We just want to talk. We just want to talk. Yeah. So, no sweat. Um, 
thank y'all for joining me for this Medium Org Mini. It's been real. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you want more uh, movie dissection, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and the Podbean app. Mm-hmm. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. It really helps out. Uh-huh. And um, stay tuned. We're, we're coming to the close of our second season. Mm-hmm. We will be doing either one or two more episodes. Yeah, You'll find out, out when they're when they're here. And also, um, this is this is actually very serious. On the Medium Org Instagram page, we have a GoFundMe to get... Uh, Justin enough money to fly to LA and meet Ariana DeBose. So if you guys would yeah. uh, give money yeah. to that, very um, noble cause. Very yeah. noble cause. It's really yeah. important to me. So yeah, <laughs> you know, if you guys want to give money for that, she's a new Oscar winner. She just called us and was crying. She hadn't seen Justin. Yeah. In a while, so I'm starting a GoFundMe to move in across the street from Jenny Slate. You guys, <laughs> she could. lives in Brooklyn, so I think that. It actually will cost more than getting me to LA. <laughs> 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 move into an apartment in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh boy! Till next time, Wayward Movie Watchers. Goodbye. Bye.